This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Rabbi Daniel Lappin, On Demand. What I think of as the popular culture looks at sexual straying not as a a naughty man making a, a horrible decision to betray his marriage vows, but instead as nothing more than the altogether natural consequence of genetic conditions. Uh, he's a man, isn't he? An intense hormonal activity. Hey, he fell in love, didn't he? What do you want him to do? Rabbi Daniel Lappin, on demand on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. Welcome to the broadcast. Some issues have been resolved, so we're back live with you. And what in the heck should we talk about? What the heck should we talk about? I mean, look, we could talk about climate change, I guess. Ah, nothing new really there. I mean, we're all doomed, right? Because it's either too hot or it's too cold. And uh, as if the only thing that uh, is going to change is the weather. Uh, humans will never create better ways of doing things. So, yeah, we need to talk about that. We could talk about maybe Planned Parenthood, uh, killing babies, selling body parts. Anyone surprised? Not really. We could talk about the shooting in Louisiana. Horrible as it is. It's just another whacked-out individual that'll bring out all the anti-gun people. They started already. We could talk about uh, President Obama and his little new girl, Valerie Jarrett, going after communities. And, I mean, they can go after communities, They, you know, either with the EPA or HUD or a national police force or even uh, guns. It certainly isn't surprising that uh, one of these, I hope, could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. And we all know that the back of America is, was strong, but uh, feels like it's getting weaker by the day. And she slash he keeps piling it on, especially with comments like, U.S. gun control laws are the greatest frustration of my presidency. Yeah, (laughs) I hate that nasty Constitution thing. Hate it. We could uh, talk about the presidential campaign and all the candidates. We could talk about Ted Cruz calling Mitch McConnell a liar. We knew that. Nice to see Ted come to the table and tell us, though, and throw throw McConnell under the bus. We could talk about... uh, Trump, still liked by many. You know, let's be clear. He's really liked because he won't apologize for things that he says. I don't much like a what, uh, I don't like much of what he says, how he says it. But it's nice, I gotta tell you, it's nice to have a man say, hey, that's what I said. That's the way I see it. Take it or leave it. I'm not apologizing. Kind of nice to see that. We could, uh, I don't know, we could talk about Sandra Bland. Appears to have committed suicide in jail in Texas. Hung herself with a plastic bag. The more we learn, 
the more we see it's not the policeman or department's fault. But still very, very sad. Very, very sad. We could, I don't know, talk about the sheriff in Stone County, Missouri. It's getting heat for putting in God we trust on all vehicles. (laughs) God help us is what he should put on there. Those are a few things that we could talk about, but I'm sure the others on the network are going to cover all these stories in great detail today on the Blaze Radio Network. So we have some things that maybe are no less important to cover, like mm, the Voluntary Workplace Diversity Seminar. (laughs) Yeah, you heard me. The Voluntary Workplace Diversity Seminar held last week at the University of Missouri, M-I-Z, baby, given by Amber Creek. I'm sorry, Cheek. Calling her Creek. I read it, Creek, to myself, but it's Amber Cheek. The school's disability inclusion and ADA compliance manager. Amber Cheek at the University of Missouri. The school's disability inclusion, and ADA compliance manager. Her little seminar called The Power of Words, Inclusive Language at Mizzou. In encounters with language offenders, the goal is to draw them out so they'll begin to use correct words in conversation. (laughs) Alrighty then. Look, the importance of using currently appropriate terminology you need to do that to bolster diversity Mm -hmm. for example rather than using the term mentally ill instead say person with a psychiatric disability rather than using the term wheelchair bound instead say the person is a wheelchair user If you're unsure if someone wants to be referred to as a she or a he, you can simply ask, what pronouns do you prefer? Failing that, you can always resort to gender-neutral pronouns that include they, them, and... Colorblind is used by those who oppose race consciousness policies and don't believe they see race. So that term is frowned upon. Oh, my gosh. Don't use colorblind. When referring to an immigrant, an acceptable term, don't use alien. (laughs) That's a slur. Okay. When an underpresented group is made to feel less than, that group is being minoritized. Oh, no, an underrepresented group. If they feel less than, that group is being minoritized. The LGBTQ acronym for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer can also include asexual, intersex, questioning, alley, unidentified, or genderqueer. <laughs> Sometimes people gravitate away from inclusive language. Look, we all live our own lives. We all live our own cultural experiences. 
And there's always going to be a large group of people who don't want to get out and or that we want to stay in. They want to stay in their little comfort zone. But you have to draw them out. And sometimes the best way to do that is to pose your chastisement. Your chastisement. Pose your chastisement. As here is how a, to be a better co-worker. Here is how to be a better professor. How would you feel at work? You know, he, I know what you just said, but here's how to be a better co-worker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last page of the events handout, which I would love to have a copy of the handout from the, uh, what's the name of this place again? What's the name of this? Uh, <clears throat> the uh, Power of Words, Inclusive Language at Mizzou. It's the Voluntary Workplace Diversity Seminar. The last page of the events handout includes a drawing of the gender unicorn. Yay! The gender unicorn. It's a friendly-looking purple creature, complete with rainbow, rainbow thought bubble, and a pair of hearts on his chest. Courtesy, of course, of the Trans Student Educational Resources. I want to thank the Trans Student Educational Resources for the gender unicorn drawing. Alongside the unicorn is a chart to educate readers on emotional and sexual attraction, as well as gender identity, expression, and assignment. Nice. Three little arrows under gender identity, female, woman, girl, male, man, boy, other genders. Gender expression presentation, whether feminine, masculine, or other. Sex assigned at birth. Sexually attracted to, romantically, emotionally attracted to, that's cute. I hope we all got together because it is important that we all use the power of words to include everyone, everyone. And remember, sometimes the best way to pose your chastisement is to pose it as hey here is how to be a better co-worker you know what I'll show you how to be a better co-worker too this is the Jeff Fisher show on the blaze radio network They have already come out and said that any legislation that passes in the House right now that tries to restrict federal funds from sanctuary cities will be vehemently opposed by the White House. You see, they don't want the laws of the executive branch. Federal law, the executive branch is supposed to enforce this. The executive branch doesn't want to when it comes to immigration. But they also don't want the heat for rewriting these laws. Buck Sexton, weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Blaze Radio Network. 
Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. I don't know if it works. We're going to do a quick test here in a little bit because we've had a little connection issues between Dallas and NYC this morning for you as the broadcast airs live uh, every Saturday. So if you're listening on the podcast, you really don't care. And if you're listening on the podcast, thank you, by the way. Thank you for being a downloader. But for those of you that wake up and are joining me live, thank you. Thank you for being here live and being a downloader. A lot of broadcast uh, shows left for you here on the Blaze Radio Network today. Michael Pelka with Pure Opelka coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. I'm not sure what uh, what Mike is giving away today. Um, I heard through the grapevine that it's possible uh, they could be giving it summertime. You know, everybody's grilling. It's possible that he could be giving away uh, you know the stunt brain uh, grill spatula set. Uh, I'm not positive about that, but boy. Wouldn't it be great to have the stunt brain grill wire brush, his face on one side, and the wire brush is his hair, which would actually be probably more hair than he has. But never mind. Just look forward to the stunt brain grilling spatula set. Boy, that'd be exciting if you could win that. But he, I don't know if he's going to give that away today or some other time in the future. And then uh, Andrew WK with America WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, all live, all right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Now, coming up a little bit later on the broadcast, we have a special guest, the Hitchbot, the Hitchbot people. Um, I, I wanted to, We talked a little bit about the uh, Hitchbot last week, and I was really looking forward to talking to them. However, with our issues, we may not be able to take phone calls. And I'm going to be very disappointed if I can't talk to the Hitchbot people. Okay? We'll tell you what they're doing, even if they don't show, if we can't talk to them. But I'm going to be very disappointed that we can't talk to them live. So, we're going to try a test. I've got Jacob on the line from EbolaOutbreakMap.com. And we're going to bring him up and see if we can talk to him. And if we can, then Hitchbot interview happens in about 30 minutes. Uh, Jacob, you're on the air. Hi, Jeff Fisher. Good to talk to you this oh, morning. Can you can I hear him? Darn it! Come on! we got to work this out so I can talk to the Hitchbot people. All right. Sorry, Jacob. I saw that. Uh, I saw some of your tweets. You can follow them uh, at uh, Ebola Outbreak US uh, on Twitter. Go to uh, EbolaOutbreakMap.com. Get all the information from them. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, oh, man. Man. Now I want to whine. I just want to whine. I just want to whine. You know what today is for me? Today is a special day. Today is a day that I I am going to go back to living the lifestyle that I need to be living, and that is with simpletolose.com. Simple to lose. Simple, the number two, lose. I'm telling you, I read a story this week about a study, uh, probability of obese people reaching normal weight less than 1%. We did this story on uh, Pat and Stu. Pat and I did this story earlier this week uh, on Blaze TV and the Blaze Radio Network, which you can hear weekdays, uh, the Pat and Stu show, 5 p.m. to 7 Eastern. And at least 50% of patients who managed to achieve 5% weight loss were shown to have regained the weight within two years. Okay, well, now, 
It's been four years. Right? Something like that. Three? Three years? Three years since I started uh, Simple to Lose. And in the first six months, I lost, you know, 120 pounds. And I looked at my fat face on TV the other day and realized that I, I'm just, I'm just, I've lost all control. Gaining weight. Uh, I'm not back anywhere close uh, to where I was, but I'm about halfway. And I can't take it. I can't take it. So I'm going back on simple to lose. Okay, I'm going back to habits of health. Start living the life of Dr. Anderson, and it's going to be a good thing. So I'll tell you more about it as time goes, but I'm telling you. And they haven't even become, they're not even a, a full-fledged sponsor. It's just they were a big sponsor when I, when I started doing it, and now I'm, I'm like, I don't care. I believe in the program. I don't care. Okay? So I'm going to talk to them about getting some of the special products, and we're going to be going to Simple to Lose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. Welcome to the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Nice to have you along for the ride. Plenty of programming for you right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Michael Pelka's broadcast coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. Right into Andrew WK with America WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Peggs. Saturdays on the Blaze Radio Network. Sundays, David Barton, Bill Handel, Gun Talk, Hollywood 360, Jackie D uh, on energy and everything important to our lives surrounding energy. Um Really good show, and it's up uh, for you to download anytime at theblaze.com slash radio. Go there, download, devour, enjoy. (laughs) That's our new handle. They haven't really cleared it. I just came up with it. And don't forget, this is the last Saturday of July. Wow, I was just looking at the calendar. Wow, the last Saturday of July. So we're a little over a month away, 828. Uh, where you can join, uh, you know, the man, Glenn Beck, and we'll all be there in Birmingham, Alabama, for 828, uh, the five-year anniversary. And uh, he's been, uh, you know, Glenn's been off, had uh, some vocal issues. He's been off not talking, but doing all kinds of Facebooking and Twittering and emailing, I might add, and uh, reminding us of, you know, hey, read this, read this, read this, read this, read this. <laughs> okay. I got it. Some of us had to work. Not everybody could just lay around the house. Sorry. So join us uh, for 828 Mercury 1 
mercury1.org, mercury1.org. And you can check uh, Glenn's on a 40-day, 40-night uh, plan. You can go to glennbeck.com and find out exactly where he's at and how you need to do what you need to do to be a part of that. glennbeck.com of 40 days and 40 nights and mercury1.org for 828, the five-year anniversary. Tara Carson wrote on her Facebook page, I had the worst experience at this establishment. The owner is an absolute lunatic and screamed in the face of my almost two-year-old child. BC, she was crying. Because she was crying, I got it, okay. Who in their right mind would behave like this unless you are deranged? You have a problem with a child crying? Then you are not suitable to run a business. It, if it bothered you so much, you should have spoken to me and not traumatized my child by screaming in her face. May karma bite you in the A at at insignia. <laughs> so this couple with their child goes into a restaurant, Marcy's Diner, and the kid is crying. Now, Marcy, of course responded okay. it all started because your party needed three full-size pancakes to this two-year-old three effing pancakes at marcy's i believe right there should have told me you were ignorant I will say that Marcy does seem there's a there's an interview that I would have liked to have played for you her first news report. Marcy does seem nice. It's a cash only restaurant. Uh, it's probably one of the you know the little hipster places to go to, and that's what hubby said. Uh, he spent some time there and he said, "Hey, this is really this nice place and it's busy and it's one of the local spots that you go to because it's you know the locals know about it and they go there and it's all it's kind of cool." And I'm sure that her full size pancakes at Marcy's are you know the size of a table. And, you know, the regulars know that. So um, the original story was that when they said the three for the kid, the waitress was like, hey, you know, you want to rethink that? And the parents were like, no. Anyway, yeah, the waitress even, I'll just read Marcy's post here on her Facebook page, okay? Three effing pancakes at Marcy's. I believe right there should have told me you were ignorant. The waitress even told you there was an issue with three full-size pancakes from Marcy's. But No. You want them for a yep, a effing child. Whatever. I have a very small space both on my grill and in my diner, so it takes a moment. So when things get busy, we wait. After your fourth attempt to shut her up, I asked you to pack up either your rotten child or take the so important pancakes to go. But no! You just sit there and let your effing screaming kid go. And piss off my staff and my patrons. F you. And guess what? She shut the F up after I yelled from five feet away. I was in your stupid husband's face I was in. Without any things hanging down. I have a business to run. And yes, I am effing crazy. And you are lucky I didn't get really effing nuts. Because... Because physical contact is not something I cower from, male or female. Your lesson today, not everyone thinks you and your family are all that. At least none at Marcy's Diner. 
<laughs> I had another post. Hey, yesterday got really very interesting. Uh, when a table allowed their two-year-old to get three full-size pancakes. That takes a minute on a busy Saturday. So after waiting for them to be able to be cooked, this one almost sounds like she took her medication. The first one sounds like she hadn't taken the medication. Second one here sounds like, oh, I took my medication. It's a little bit easier. Hey, yesterday got really interesting when a table allowed their two-year-old to get three full-size pancakes. Pre-medication? Three effing pancakes at Marcy's? I believe right there she have told me you were ignorant. The waitress even told you there was an issue with three full-size pancakes at Marcy's. But no, you want them, yep, for a effing child. Whatever. Hey, yesterday got really interested. Post-medication. Hey, yesterday got really interested when the table allowed their two-year-old to get three full-size pancakes. That takes a minute on a busy Saturday. So after waiting for them to be able to be cooked, the child must be hungry. She gets cranky. Suggestion from non-parent. Bring them snacks. Cheerios are good. You can leave them in your pocket for for F and ever. It's still still a lot, but the meds are just kicking in. Well, anyway, the kid wails for at least 40 minutes because you see the three pancakes are in the middle of the table where she cannot reach, and perhaps she wants some. And I said, does table five have a check? Pretty loudly. If this business means time to go, but no... (laughs) But nope, they sit. The child continues to scream. So I brought over boxes for the all-important three full-size pancakes and omelets no one has eaten because they're too busy talking and ignoring their screaming child and said either of all of you need to go or just her pointing to the beast that for a moment someone was actually paying attention to her for it to be she was silent <laughs> pointing to the beast <laughs> I go back to the grill because we're effing busy and sure as crap she starts wailing again they sit, ignoring the screaming. For another 10, maybe 15 minutes go by. It doesn't stop. They don't get it. The dude sitting behind me and behind, my, behind me and five leaves. Well, the demon snarled at top volume. That needs to stop! Pointing directly at the rotten child. Shocked! They said, did you just yell at a child? Yep, sure did. Shut her up, too. Why is it okay for that kid to disrupt the experience of 75 people when mommy or daddy could have taken it outside? Good parents do that. Ask Austin or the Ross girls. Good parenting makes great kids. Good luck, lady, with that monster. (laughs) Good thing I thrive on hate. She made it possible for two-plus dozen blueberry... One plus raspberry and a few pumpkin from yesterday and a dozen each brown cow and fun fetty. Apple and brie omelet. Triple berry pancakes. See ya. Okay. <laughs> now you want to be on the gross. You want to be on the restaurant side, right? I mean, we've all been in an experience with our own children that are acting up uh, in restaurants and, and it's embarrassing for you. You don't want it to happen, and you want to set you want to you know set an example, and you want to also have a you know a, a teaching moment, right? Now, there are times, and one of the things that I think is important for 
parents, and this is just a parenting tip from Jeff Fisher. You take it for what it's worth. Uh, but, you know, if you don't take your children out a lot, I think you run into more of a problem. So, because they don't realize how they should act, because you let them run crazy in the house. So I'm almost, I want to be on the restaurant lady's side. However, Marcy does seem to have an issue. I mean, I think there could have been a better way. And I'm sure Marcy, everybody, you know, loves Marcy and, uh, congratulating her, the crying two-year-old, because we've all been around kids that act up and parents that are just won't fix the problem. And it's agonizing. And everyone waits for somebody else to say something. Nobody wants to be the one to say, hey, beast, shut up. Nobody wants to be the person to go up to the... Excuse me. Could you please, for the love of all that's good and holy, shut your child up? No one wants to be that person. And Marcy is not afraid to be that person. It's her restaurant. Uh, She still believes that she's living in America and is able to talk to people the way she wants to because it's her place of business. (laughs) That's so cute. Such a cute little antiquated thought. (laughs) She'll learn. She'll learn. Somebody will teach her that she can't do that. She can't. And she has to wait and be nice to everybody. Right? Right. Anyway, so I'm kind of torn here. However, it does seem that Marcy goes between medications uh, too long. She may want to follow that regimen as doctor ordered. If she is following it, the regimen, uh, uh, the way the doctor ordered, perhaps we need to discuss a new regimen. Because it does seem that Marcy gets a little carried away and uh, breakfast is busy and she's going crazy. Maybe she forgets to take her meds. And then, you know, the next thing you know, a beast! Shut up! Here we go! This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Show. Welcome to it. Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Michael Pelka with Piro Pelka coming up immediately following this broadcast. Oh, before we get back to stupid social media posts, I think that's going to become a new segment on the Jeff Fisher Show. Just a complete segment of stupid social media posts. Instead of just covering, you know, one of the couple of the big ones, there's more and more every day. And people need to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what needs to happen. There ought to be a law. No, you know, just maybe it's some personal responsibility. Maybe you type something and you say before you hit tweet, before you hit post, before you hit send, you go back and you think about what you're posting about and what your comment is. 
and then either delete or post. Because I think sometimes people forget that, you know, that might not be the smartest thing to put on the Internet right now. Just a thought. But before we do that, I want to talk about how, do you have anything laying around your house that you think, I love that thing, it's just so old, and I, just, I, just, I love it, but I'm just tired of it. Well, a London family had a painting in their kitchen that they used for a bulletin board. Now, fortunately for them, they used the frame, and they you know, used the frame all around, so they would put papers across in front of the painting and stuff. But the painting was... Uh, called Arab in Black by a South African artist, Irma Stern. Okay? So they had a lady, this, the uh, lady come in uh, to appraise some other items in the home, I guess. The house, maybe, some other items they had they thought were worthy, whatever. And she looks up and she says, hmm, that Looks like something that is familiar to me. And that looks like something that I should know. And it's signed and it's dated and it is the Arab in Black by South African artist Irma Stern. And it has now been appraised at over a million dollars. And you're posting up, you're posting uh, to get milk post-it notes on the side of this painting. And kind of cool, actually. Um, we've all got, you know, all, don't you, haven't you bought paintings at yard sales or flea markets before? And I've bought several that I love, and I still have them today, but every one of them. And this is this particular one is the painting itself. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh! But you open up the the back of the back of the frame, back of the painting, hoping that there's some kind of note or cash or prize, something of historical data that is left there to find by you. You don't do that. It's just me. Okay, uh, the, the the owners were uh, shocked, of course, and uh, they they loved the painting, and they they obviously knew it had some value. They had no idea, and she said, uh, "You know, we're very sorry to see it go, but it would be." This is their line that I find. This is actually this is a great. This is a British person for you. Uh, we loved the painting, and we knew it had some value, but we had no idea it was such an important work. In some ways, they are very sorry to see it go. But it would be a great luxury to keep a million-pound painting hanging on the kitchen. Ah, uh, okay. Well, if you've got all this other stuff, you don't want to have too much of a luxury as a British person. Nobody wants too much luxury. I mean, why not? I would love it. I mean, that's insurance, right? But anyway, I, I just if you think you've got something of junk, another man's junk... One man's junk, another's treasure. They've got the kids posting notes on the side of uh, Arab and Black by South African artist Irma Stern, worth a million. 
Amazing. Now let's move to stupid social media posts. Like the Dallas firefighter. He was sharing a link to a video of a story about two San Diego firefighters who were being stabbed by a black man who is now on trial in that city. Stream of comments followed, which was okay. He was a Dallas firefighter, and he just posted the story. He was good to go with it, right? And stream of comments, and one Dallas, one retired Dallas said, sad but true, but remember, black lives matter. Dallas Fire Station number 57 employee Chad Tyson posted this response to that post. Sadly, I will delay treatment for more of them as well. See, this is where you should have maybe not even written it down. But you look and you write it down and you say, sadly, I will delay treatment for more of them as well. And then you think, do I want to say that as a fireman, as an employee of the Dallas Fire Department? As a person who will be rescuing people, do I want to say actually say that? You know, and that's when you think to yourself, mm, you know, probably not. But he didn't do that. So, stupid social media post. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Um, For those of you that have been with me for the last hour, you know that we had uh, some kind of connection issues between Dallas and NYC uh, this morning. So uh, I lost the phones and I I want to apologize to uh, the people at uh, Hitchbot, Joanna Vandermas. Uh, was going to join us and uh, talk to us a little bit about Hitchbot. We will definitely talk to her in the future because I know Hitchbot is going across the country. We talked a little bit about it last week. I want uh, wanted to find out exactly what they were hoping for, you know, what the reaction is. There's all I have a ton of questions for the Hitchbot people, but you can go to their website, uh, Hitchbot dot me, Hitchbot dot me, and uh, read about it. And it's really cool. He's hitchhiking across the country. He's already hitchhiked uh, uh, around Canada and did some European hitching. And I I hope I see him because I'll definitely stop and pick him up and talk to him and find out. But I really wanted to to find out what they're trying to do, you know, what they're hoping to accomplish because this was just some kind of project, some kind of science project. Um you know, become researchers in the fields of visual arts and engineering, computer science, communication. And I just kind of hope we'll see what they're trying to trying to do. And are we filming all of it? Are we breaking it into, you know, Hitchbot, the TV show? And not, a re, not more like a reality show, just following Hitchbot across the country and seeing reactions from, you know, real-life interactions from people. Across the across the country, I think it would be a great, a great, a fascinating watch. Um, are we documenting? 
is we'll, hopefully we're documenting outside of Hitchbot and is Hitchbot filming for uh, you know so we have footage from his view and then we get the outside view. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of uh, I, I find it fascinating. And anyway, so we can't we don't have telephones. I mean, I could do the interview on my cell phone or on my desk phone here in Dallas and say, Joanna, thank you for being with us. She said, thank you. And I could, or I could just turn the phone to the microphone and let her answer, put it on speaker so maybe you could hear her. Ooh, that would have been fun. I should have tried that. Nah. <laughs> speaker phone interview. And uh, it would be the first time that something like that has happened on my show. But uh, anyway, so hitchbot.me, check it out. You can follow them on all the, they've got uh, social media sites, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can follow them uh, around the country, across the country, and find out more about it. And we will talk to them as soon as we can. Because um, I, I want to know, and I find it really, really fascinating that we have a computer, we, or a robot going across country, and the robot itself uh looks cool but it does look like a robot unassuming uh, on a harmful thing so it goes back to what some of the studies have shown that we like robots that uh, that we know are robots but if they're trying to be humanish and uh you can quote me on that too if they're trying to be humanish and they're not uh we know that something's off and we don't like it. So, you know, we have our laptops and we have our handheld computers. We have our desktop computers. We're all okay with that because those, you know, represent machines. And so the computers or the robots that are robotic and represent machines, we're all good with. And Hitchbot is definitely that. So it'd be fascinating. Uh, people's reaction are probably pretty good and i like to know what some of the weirder ones are and if anything really really strange happened you know it's just hey it's just me weird wait really yeah you know did you know this is sad news so i apologize to hitchbot and uh if you see him they're up in the northeast right now say stop and say hello and apologize and tell hitchbot that uh i'll be with them as AP. I won't be with you next week because I'm on vacation. The whole show's on vacation. We come back on the third and we'll be back stronger and better than ever. The all new and improved. But uh, uh, Brad Staggs will be uh, filling in for me next week and uh, I look forward to uh, hearing from him how you treated him. <laughs> yeah. How you treated him, okay? So... So, yeah, take care of them, okay? But did you know, that having been said, we will talk to the Hitchbot people in a couple of weeks. When you have a phone in your pocket, is that a phone in your pocket? Are you happy to see me? When you have a phone in your pocket and you uh, it's, and you dial someone, uh, you know, and of course it's the all new, you know, the all infamous butt dial that we're all familiar with. And sometimes uh, you pick up the phone if you get if you are the receiver of a butt dial you pick up the phone and you listen for a little bit and you might hear hello 
Oh, man, I got my phone on. Click. Okay. Uh, other times, you actually can hear some of the conversation that's going on. Uh, you get butt dialed and you hear, yeah, I'd like to order, uh, I, need a, I need a chicken with cheese, plain, no pickle, a large shot of shake. Uh, uh, maybe, yeah, I'll take, yeah, just make it, a, make it a deal. Give me, give me a small fry with that, too. Yes, of course I want uh, cherry and whipped cream. What is this? <laughs> Are we living in some other country than America? And you hear the, what, the conversation going on. Well, according to a new judge, a judge ruling, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals in Cincinnati, um, those are not considered private. Those are not considered private. So be careful. Be careful. Because if you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing, this all goes back to, well, you're not doing anything. Really? Okay. Okay, you might not be doing anything that you think is wrong, but you know what? Someone may think it's wrong, and if they do, you're in trouble. It's that simple. Now, there are people that don't butt dial, they butt tweet. Maybe because they're butt heads, so they butt tweet. Like Rachel Zarrow from BuzzFeed. She's a BuzzFeed news editor. And she's doggone it. She's so darn smart. She works for BuzzFeed, and she's a news editor. And she's so darn smart. And right after the story, NBC News breaking, two dead, eight injured in Louisiana theater shooting, Right after that got tweeted, she tweeted, hey, let's just give everyone guns, right? It's in the G-damn Constitution. That's so smart of her. So smart of her. And then, of course, the story talked about a little bit later on, Bobby Jindal talked about praying and we're going to figure it out, the governor of Louisiana and presidential candidate. Uh, She decided that she needed to tweet again. (laughs) I love her. Don't pray. Push for gun control. Oh, she is so good at that, Rachel. Right there. Now that's the time. That's the time. She's taking running orders from our president. Right then. There's no time like the president. Never let it go to waste. Right, Rachel? Don't pray. Push for gun control. Whatever you do, don't pray. Push for gun control. Okay? And then she thought better of it. And she thought, "Mm, you're right. Um, It was the wrong thing to say. I was being reactive. I I don't speak for my colleagues. Wait, what? Why would she do that? Because Stephen Miller sent her (laughs) the BuzzFeed ethics guide. (laughs) And he doesn't care to comment. Oh, you're right. I don't speak for all of of my my colleagues. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a that's a butt tweet. Another butt tweet would be oh I don't know a professor from Rutgers who decides to tweet yes ISIS is brutal, but U.S. is more so. One point three million killed in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Pakistan. Hashtag no to war at democracy now. DemocracyNow.org. Israel rains down death, but blame Hamas seems to be the mainstream refrain, and even sadly from liberals. Really, uh, a Deepak Kumar, uh professor at Rutgers University, can't wait to see. What comes out of your classes? Right? Ugh. Agonizing. This is, uh, I don't even, I can't even talk about stupid butt tweets anymore. This is uh, the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Show. On the Blaze Radio Network, I'd like to take a moment to give my wife a message. Um, I love you. And it's amazing uh, to me how many Jeff Fishers are out there. Just unbelievable. Um, anyway, I just wanted to get that out of the way. And then, uh, oh, did I tell you that the Ashley Madison website was hacked? <laughs> Weird. Ashley Madison website. <laughs> Strange that they would, uh, that website would get hacked. Anyway, the Ashley Madison, you know them. Life is short, have an affair. Uh, they got hacked. And uh, they're looking to be shut down. But in a statement, uh, ALM said, we apologize for this unprovoked and criminal intrusion into our customers' information. At this time, unless they shut down, they've been, uh, the hacker said, look, uh, shut down or we are giving all the information to the people that are signing up for your website. <laughs> Life is short, have an affair. And then here's all your information, okay? At this time, we've been able to secure our sites and close the unauthorized access points. We're working to with law enforcement agencies which are investigating this criminal act, any and all parties responsible for this act of cyber terrorism will be held responsible. <laughs> Think about it. Oh, and you know what? You know what else is good news? Good, good, good news. This is exciting news this weekend. Want to know? You ready? Sitting down? I know you've been waiting for Walking Dead to come on. And you got, you know, you got October, I think. And the new one is in August. Oh, my gosh. Seems like never-ending. But this weekend starts an eight-part series on E! 8 p.m. Eastern. 
I am Kate. Yes, Caitlyn Jenner. The E8 part series premieres this weekend. Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. I am Kate. Looks like it could be good. They they stole a little, gave you a little clip from the episode where Kylie comes to see Kate for the first time and Grandma's there. It's just so good. It's just so good. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Now, Carolyn Cossey, uh, the transgender model, who was Playboy's first transgender model, I'm praying she hasn't had surgery yet about Kate. Me too. Because it's, we don't want to jump higgly piggly into this. She hopes she isn't taking things too quickly. Because I attempted suicide, and then I found my confidence again, and then and then I eventually came back to the magazine. I had sexual reassignment surgery. It's expensive and it's hard, and I just hope that Kate hasn't done it yet. Me too. Me too. I don't want that to happen either. Why? I don't really know why. Anyway, if you live... uh, if you live in uh, Canada, in Ottawa, you know that you're the number one site for Ashley Madison. Just thought I'd let you know that. <laughs> no reason in particular. No reason in particular. I'm just letting you know that Ottawa seems to have the most people as part of the Ashley Madison Life is Short Having an Affair website. <laughs> Sounds like a whole lot of fun. Hey, all right. Michael Pelka coming up right after this broadcast. Look at you. Anybody tell you that you look great? No? Well, you do. You look fantastic. Except, shoot, you really don't This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.